Kevin Hook, tri uh, editor in chief, publisher, publisher, publisher. of the Tribune, um, on the Share Chair. So we're from Grand Haven originally, no. or where you grew up? Do you want me to answer that yeah. now? Yeah. 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 Um, grew up in the Jackson and Houghton Lake area. In Mich Michigan. Yeah. In okay. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. How far away from that is? Uh, Jackson, they're both about three hours away. Okay. Jackson's, you know, the south part, of the southern part of the state, south central, and Houghton Lake's uh, about three hours north east mm -hmm. of here, cent cent center of the Lower Peninsula. Okay, so what brought you here then? The job at the Tribune. Oh. I've been in the newspaper business for 29 years and around um, to further my career. And on August 3rd, 2010, and that date may not be exactly right, but it was that Thursday, right around that date. Um, that Thursday night, I had a dream about being in Grand Haven. And in my dream, and I where were you at? The, you were in Southwest the, Oklahoma. Oh. I was publishing a newspaper in Southwest Oklahoma. Right. Wow. Okay. I had a dream about being in Grand Haven and stopped at the newspaper office and spoke with Paul Bedient, who was the previous publisher. I knew Paul from my ad director days in Cadillac. And um, saw the musical fountains of my dream, and ran people, ran into people that actually live here, that we knew lived here, that you know that we've known from, you know, earlier years. Friday morning, I'm leaving the house to go to work, and I get a text that says, "Check your home email account." And so I turned around and did so, and I had an email that said. The publisher's job in Grand Haven opened unexpectedly yesterday. Are you interested? In about 12 years on two different tours of duty in Cadillac and was very involved at the state level with the press association. Uh -huh. And, you know, you just, uh, it's the whole network thing, yeah. you know, and people get to know you and they know that, you know, I have worked at various sized newspapers and various capacities. And, the company I was working for in Southwest Oklahoma owns the Traverse City Record Eagle. That's why I went to Whoa. Southwest Oklahoma. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now you said 29 years in the business. Right. When did the love for the newspaper begin? Um, my my dad was self-employed in the retail business, and we had a couple stores in Jackson and then West Branch and Houghton Lake. Okay. And so when I went off to college, I had every intention of getting involved uh, getting an education to be involved in the family business. And uh, I saw what it did to uh, my dad and my brother's relationship, and so I decided I didn't want anything to do with that. In college, the speaker came in, and one of, I had an advertising elective, mm -hmm. and was listening to the speaker, and he was talking about selling advertising. He owned a magazine. And uh, how, how you know, great it was and everything else. And so... I thought, advertising sales sounds kind of cool. You know what? I want to be on the other side of the table. I want, at the time, it was Kmart and Radio Shack and, you know, yeah. people yeah. that don't exist anymore yeah. for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I want to be on that side of the table buying advertising. Yeah. And so when I got out of school, I said, if I knew how people were selling it, that would put me in a better position to buy it. Yeah. And so I ended up getting the job my, at Cadillac News. Thought I'd do that for a few years and then pursue my goals of working for a big major corporation buying advertising and marketing. You got a job selling to find My out? first job was okay. selling advertising for a newspaper. Okay, yep. what did you learn from that? How they sold? Uh, everybody's different. 
Every customer is different, and that's, that's kind of the beauty of this business. Every day is different, and there aren't many. We're, we're kind of a manufacturer. We produce something, right? Yeah. There aren't many manufacturers out there that produce a different product every day. Huh. From square one or square A through square Z, every day that paper is different. It requires you to be able to work with a, a vast um, uh, range of people, working with 19,000 different <laughs> customers every day on yeah. a product that you produce differently every day is, is a challenge. How, just the value of learning or education even, could you speak to in, in your business or what you're doing now? For everyone. Yeah. Um, everyone's a critic mm -hmm. and um, you got to be able to accept that knowing that everyone has a better way to do what you do. You, you learn to do more listening than you do talking. Um, you know, it's, I, can, I can learn a lot more by listening than I can by talking. And a lot of times, people just want to be heard. That analysis, right? So here's the data, but then right. to analyze right. that data must be yep. a huge part of your job. Like yep. where are, you know, to know where are we getting our biggest sales or where are we getting the most hits? Or we have... On a given month, um, approximately 1.3 million page views on GrandHavenTribune.com. That's incredible. And advert I mean, so for advertising, you just need that. And so if yeah. I don't have the eyeballs going to my website, I can't sell ad space to my advertisers on there. What are the stories that make our community tick? In about, uh, off the top of my head, about half a dozen different communities, small mm -hmm. communities, mm -hmm. similar to Grand Haven as far as size and population and so forth. Um, you know, and we serve Grand Haven, Spring Lake, Fruitport, Fairysburg. This community is far, 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 far more engaged than any other community I've worked in, which is a good thing, but it keeps you on your toes. They ask questions, and they're willing to share with you their likes and dislikes. Religion is always hot. I found, this isn't really a story type, but what I have found about this community and as it relates to some of the stuff that we cover, when there's a need in this community where people need to step up and, and help, uh, just a few examples off the top of my head since I've been here, the fundraising efforts for the lighthouse, yeah. the boardwalk, the musical fountains, the coal tipple, and now the museum. There's something controversial that was going on in the paper or in the community, uh, the cross on Dewey Hill. Yeah. Yep. My, my phone was rather warm, <laughs> you know, at that period of time. And, you know, the paper didn't have a position on that one way or the other, but people wanted to share their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another way that people communicate with us on, a, on an even more regular basis now is they make comments on the website. Most times they're... They, they get on the website um, as an alias. Yeah. And people say things they may not otherwise say if they don't have to identify themselves. Yeah. Think about your job or if you thought of advice for graduating, you know, students or soon-to-be juniors, seniors. What would just be some things that, like, moving into the business world, the professional world, that you'd say... 
boy, develop blank skills. Or the same answer would apply. Um, you have to be able to effectively communicate with others in order to be successful. And I guess successful is a matter of perspective. But in my perspective, um, if you can't communicate with others, what are you, what are you going to do? I'm, our world is such where we're a world of convenience and we want everything now. We're an immediate satisfaction society. And so if I don't know something, I ask Siri yeah. or I Google it. More and more, we don't pick up the phone call or phone to call someone and have a conversation. I think our, our, our society is becoming um, less skilled at communicating. The better we can communicate with each other yeah. and understand each other, mm -hmm. maybe we can reduce it That's because right. I have a better understanding of you and you of me, and therefore we can exist That's better. Right. I, had a, I had a lady call one night, um, and I don't think it was after hours, well after hours, and I don't think she was expecting a live body to answer the phone. And uh, um, she was upset that there was something wrong with her crossword puzzle. It was a few years ago. I don't specifically remember what her issue was, but something was wrong with her crossword puzzle. And, and she was not upset. She was mean. There's mm. a difference. Mm. You can be upset because you really enjoy crossword puzzles. I get that. And I'm sorry, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that we screwed up the crossword puzzle. I even asked her if she had email access, and I'd be more than happy to email it to her so she could, if she had a printer, she could print it out and still use the crossword puzzle that evening. But she was, she was mean and said very mean things, as sometimes people do. And so at the end of the conversation, I again apologized to her for what she was so wound up about. But then I said, as long as you're on the phone, is it okay if I ask you a question? And she said, what? She didn't say yes, she said what? And I said, why is it you felt you needed to say the things you did to me in order to prove your point? Why, why did you feel that was necessary? Again, I'm okay with somebody being upset. I'm not okay with people being mean just for the sake of being mean because your crossword puzzle was screwed up. Mm -hmm. She hung up on me. Mm -hmm. Again, it comes back to the communicating. We have to be able to communicate with one another and, and understand not only, you know, just think how much we can learn if we, if we understand each other better. So you've been in the business such a long time. Mm -hmm. There had to have been a low point, just like everyone has sort of that rock bottom. And then obviously you like where you're at right now, mm -hmm. and Grand Haven's beautiful and great right. job and everything. So how, what was, if you're comfortable with explaining if you ever had such a, like a bad point and then how you stayed positive through it to get where you are now? Um, my low point was, um, and I won't name the company, but um, my, my upbringing in this business has been in small community newspapers. Mm -hmm. All the, all the newspaper companies that I've worked for have been small community newspaper companies except one. And it was so, at the time, it was probably a little over 100,000 daily newspaper that I was mm -hmm. working for. And owned by a major corporation. It was not fun. 
um, it was not about the people anymore. It was about the bottom line and the people on Wall Street wanting a return on the dollar. When that is what's driving your, your product, the product suffers. And I didn't like it. I, I, I wanted out of the business. It, it tainted me very bad. <laughs> um, the phone rang and ended up in southwest Oklahoma. I think that's because in the small community environment, you're engaged with the people that you live with and go to church with and go to sports activities with. Um, the teachers at the school, the superintendents, so on and so forth. It's, it's more cohesive and it feels like you're making a difference. Thanks, Kevin, for being on the share chair. Yeah. It's awesome. Appreciate I like it. it. It was fun. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at The Share Chair. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at 203 503- 503 505 at springlakestudents.org.